going on everybody thank you for tuning back in what episode is it Blake? seven uh, i believe it is seven we had a we had a previous episode that we'll never see the light of day because it was a very bad technical difficulties laced episode but uh yeah well we want to bring you guys uh premium quality, content quality content yeah. we're like not gonna go out <clears throat> and just give out the bad performance which is a really bad, bad excuse quality. as to why we're doing this because we're missing a member tonight yeah nathan's not even here he's he's Nathan's, a, he's yeah. busy yeah, he's, he's asleep, he's, okay? We'll keep it real. He's asleep. We're, it's one fifteen right now. He's asleep. He couldn't hang. Yeah, so, yeah we're finally recording this segment at, you know, 1.15, 12.15. After many oh, attempts, yeah. we've also had some technical difficulties over on, on this episode as well. But, you know, we're finally here. We've, I think we got to figure it out <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to be talking about um, – <clears throat> our personal Final Four predictions, because it is currently April 6th, my time, well, our time now, it just turned yeah, April 6th, yeah. and the first, or, and the games are on tonight. Yes, tonight. all the way tonight. And we're also going to recap uh, the rest of the tournament, you know, the big moments, the big games, all that. I'm going to say my favorite moment of the tournament so far, and Derek will say his. Yeah, something like that. I like that. It's a good segment. So, okay, we can talk about the final four, obviously. Mm-hmm. The four teams left, you know, you got Virginia versus Auburn, and then Texas Tech versus Michigan State. This is a weird, probably the weirdest final four I've ever yeah. seen. There's no true, like, real blue bloods. I mean, Michigan State, that's about the only one, but three out of the four. Recently, Virginia, too, like, you know, yes, not, yes. They're not really As a recent blue one, but they've been pretty good for the last couple yeah, of years. They've been really good in the 2010s. We'll say that. Yes, and then this is <clears throat> Tech. This is Texas Tech and Auburn's first ever time in the Final Four for both schools. I think it's the first time since like 1984 for v- Virginia. Mm-hmm. Something like and that. And then yeah, I know uh, in the you, 80s. Yeah, Michigan State has probably been <laughs> in, within the last 10 went, years. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, I think they – well, they went to uh, the Final Four when it was Duke and Butler, didn't they? Uh, off the top Gordon, of my head right now, I'm not going to lie, Hayward. I don't know. I thought it was like, like VCU and Butler and like Duke, somebody. I can't remember. I just – the year that Gordon Hayward – played Duke and almost made that like half court shot at the buzzer to win the national title. Uh-huh. I thought Michigan State was in that as well, but I don't remember. I don't necessarily recall. I was 10 years old, so. <laughs> yes, within the last 18, 19, 20 years, <laughs> Michigan State's been yeah, a regular in the deep in the two, tournament. In the 2000s. That's a fair, that's a fair assessment, fair judgment. Yeah, Tom Izzo, amazing coach. One of the best in college basketball history. Oh, if you ask sure. me. No, There's yeah, I people, agree. I mean, he's been – I think this guys. is his – I think this is his eighth Final Four, actually. So, 
I mean, you know, just make it to eight little pours <clears throat> on accident. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stumble into it. Oh, man, that's cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, you just want to break it down game by game? Yeah, let's like do it. Like we did for the tournament? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first game, you got Auburn. You got Auburn versus um, Virginia. I think that's going to be an interesting game because it's like, you know, two teams that are really good at a certain thing going up against each other. And those things obviously clash, like offense versus defense. And Auburn is really good at defense as well. They're, they're, I, I told everyone this throughout the postseason, even in the SEC tournament. I'm like, they are a three and D team. Like everyone can shoot and everyone can play D, which is really, it makes for a really entertaining game. I agree. I I agree. But, you know, Virginia, like the <clears throat> almost like the meme or like stereotype almost of Virginia's, oh man, Virginia scored, you know, over 40. It's points. A new, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They scored over 50. It's a new season high for Virginia. Like, and they right. still will win the game. Uh huh. I mean, but, look at know, their scores. Home they teams. 71 against Gardner Webb, then 63 against Oklahoma, then 53 against Oregon, and then 80, it's gonna be against, like 40 against... 80 against Purdue, but that game went into overtime. So, And I think Virginia also is just trying to match the energy Purdue had. Yeah, you had to because Carson Edwards was, oh, my God. He was Dude, lighting crazy. up. Oh, my goodness. I just – I wish – Loki, I just wish that uh, Purdue would have pulled that one out because that was yeah, I was ruined for him at the end of the game. Time. Them against Auburn, oh my god, that would have been a classic game. Oh, for sure, definitely one for the books. But uh, Virginia, Auburn, I think it'll be an extremely good game. I think if Auburn can get it going offensively like they usually do, I think they should win the game. Maybe not easily, but possibly comfortably. That's a possibility, but uh, I think they win the game. That's if they can get their offense started. If they can get their offense started and they let Virginia do their thing where they just smother you slowly, (laughs) pretty much just control the tempo. Like, Auburn, if Auburn controls the tempo, they're going to win. If they don't, you know, and Virginia plays that, just smother, just wear you down, 40 minutes of hell type defense that they have, then, you know, I think that would be good to establish early in the game is, you know, get some shots going. Absolutely. If you can get going early, set the tone. you can control the game. Exactly. You won't be struggling all game. If you struggle to start and then you build yourself in a hole, it's going to be hard to just get out of that all game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, no, I think Auburn wins if they, you know, come to play. I mean, that's <laughs> you can make that statement about literally every game ever, but mm-hmm. – no, but I honestly I have, I have believe this that. Really odd feeling that they're not going to be, the nerves are not going to be there for Auburn. I don't know why I have that feeling. I could totally be wrong, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just have a feeling they're going to be ready because Coach Pearl is one of the best in the country. He's done an amazing job this year with Auburn, and uh, yes, they're an experienced team. They've got some tournament experience, and they've just got a lot of experience overall. They're they're pretty old as a team. I mean, you could say the same, like literally the same about Virginia. Oh, yeah. They are very old, but they don't really have that much tournament experience, you know, losing the 16th seed last year. 16th seed. The, the 
what is it, the 68th overall seed or the 64th overall seed? Because it's one of the 64th or 68th overall team. Oh my God. Virginia was the number one overall seed last year. Yes. So So that means they played the very, 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 very worst team in the tournament. (laughs) Yes, the best of the worst out of the last four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's not good, you know. No, no, it's not. I mean, it's that's the biggest upset of all time. Oh, no, I feel like this game could go either of two ways, okay? I think either one of the situations well, that Auburn could go down is Auburn. Virginia wins. There's... No, no, obviously, <laughs> yes, yes. But there's, it's, just, it's, it's more to that. No, I get it. You already know I was going with that. But mm-hmm. there's more to it than that. I think if Auburn wins, they're going to have fun. They're going to look good. They're going to be knocking down shots. It will be close, but I think. They're going to do it their way. They're going to yeah. pull out a win. But if Virginia wins, I think if Virginia wins, I think it's just going to be like just like the Purdue game almost. It's a game where down the stretch they really shouldn't have won, and they pulled out anyway because they're Virginia. And good teams do that. Like Duke throughout the tournament was just yep. seeming oh to pull goodness. games out of nowhere. Yep. And, we're and get that's what Virginia that's, does. That, that Virginia. Oh Some great games were made out of those. Yes, games. correct. And that honestly makes a difference between a good team and a great team. Virginia is a great team, and they're the type of team where it's like three minutes left to go, tie game. You're thinking, oh, Virginia, you're not thinking Virginia is going to lose. You're thinking Virginia is going to win this game. Some way, somehow, they're going to pull this out. So if Virginia wins, I think it's going to be a very tight one, very close one, where you're like, oh, man, how's Virginia get out of this? Like down four with like <laughs> – 45 seconds left or something, and they just end up winning or going out. Kind of like what they did against Purdue where they forced overtime on craziness and then just controlled overtime. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next game is Texas Tech versus Michigan State. That's also going to be a good game as well, I feel like. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I really like Texas Tech this year. They've got one of the best defenses in the entire country. Yeah, they've been winning teams down. They're like uh, they're like in between Virginia and Auburn. <laughs> like, yeah, Virginia is all defense, no offense. Auburn is a little bit of both, and you know that's kind of <clears throat> where Texas Tech is right in the middle. It's like good defense, like eh, offense. <clears throat> exactly. I'm sorry if you could hear me. Oh, <laughs> that voice. Right. I'm sorry if you could hear me drinking because I took a sip of Sprite. Yeah, you're fine, but um. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the uh, Virginia-Auburn game is going to be more fun to watch. But now that I've said that, it's probably not going to end up the other way. I don't know. I I think this uh, this Virginia Tech – Virginia Tech, dude, I'm so tired. Yeah, the Virginia-Auburn Virginia <laughs> game. I, I meant that was I totally – no, no, no. I wasn't even talking about that game. I was talking about the Michigan State-Texas Tech okay. game. We'll go on with that. Though. I was I was just saying I think that's you know, that could very well end up being one of the best uh one of the best games of the tournament so far. Even after all the Duke close games and all that, I just I don't know. This game could really really turn out to be great. I'm trying to look I think it. both games could turn out to be really good. That's the weird thing about this final four is like any of the four teams can win it this year. And in past years it'll be like you know, it's never Duke been has close. been, yeah, it's like Duke has been, you know, the obviously better team. Kentucky has been the obviously better team out of the four. You know what I mean? Like Gonzaga has had a couple of years where they've been mm-hmm. 
you know, the blatant best. You know, North Carolina and Villanova have both had a lot of those years. Who took out Gonzaga this year? It was Texas Tech. It was Tech, yeah. yeah. That's right. Where in – I'm looking for – I read something on ESPN yesterday about um, Texas Tech's defense and where they rank. They're like second in defensive efficiency. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Fifth in something else and like 13th in something else. Like they're really good on defense. Yeah, they're extremely good on defense. See, if it was Texas Tech, Virginia, though, for the championship, I don't think it would it would be like 30 to like 30. Like, <coughs> it'd just be all defense, no buckets. For real. That's a fact. Virginia is no, but, so uh, wise, dude. I'm sorry. Like, it's, I, I can admire great defense, but I cannot admire bad offense. So. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just boring. I mean, yeah, Virginia is is weird. They're just complete defense. Mm-hmm. And they still win. They do. It's the weird thing. They're just... That's how good their defense is. They just, you know, tear you down. <laughs> Tony Gritty. Bennett. Tony Bennett, man. Tony Bennett has, has something to prove as a coach, just considering the whole, like, People are, are like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so tired. The whole they can't show up in big games. Yeah, yeah, theory. exactly. Yeah, it's you. like, oh, no, you lost the 16th seed. You haven't really showed anything. You haven't, you're a good coach in the regular season, but you haven't showed any postseason right. success. Right. That's a fact. So, yeah, I don't he know. Does, That's a weird. He does have something to prove, but he's been doing – Pretty good job this season, at least. They're they're really good. They were really good. He's a regular season team. god. Mm-hmm. Frags. <clears throat> but he got him to a Final Four this year. Yeah. Very – could have not been the Final Four, but, I mean, that's, you know, kind of the same thing for the other four teams. Definitely. Very close games. So, you know, after the Texas Tech-Michigan State uh, – I think oh. Texas Tech's got this one in the bag. Not in the bag, but I think they win the game, and I got a Texas Tech versus Auburn National Championship. Dude, I, I can't decide, man. Because, okay, I just pulled up the those stats that I was trying to find. Um, Texas Tech is number one in adjusted defense efficient, defensive efficiency in the entire country, number three in two-point percentage defense, number nine in three-point percentage defense, Number eleven in defensive turnover percentage. So like, they're really good on defense. Point is, <laughs> so like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're really they're kind of hard to defense. score on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Jared Culver was really good as well. He he struggled really bad in that Gonzaga game. He wasn't shooting good, but I think he can he can probably get over that slump. It's just going to take some practice, and he's got the you know he's got the time now. Luckily, lucky for him, they have like a week to practice. So oh yeah, they have a they have a week to get a game plan ready, watch a lot of film, mm-hmm. be extra prepared. And it's not that their their um their game plan shouldn't be that hard to you know figure out because all they got to do is just slow down Cassius Winston. 
I they just like got to do what they do. Cassius Winston is one of the best point guards. He's probably the best point guard in the country. He <clears> was on <throat> an all NCAA first team, correct? I think so. I don't Somebody know. from Michigan State was. Well, I mean, he's their best player, so. It's probably him that is like John Morant, Zion, RJ, the Michigan State guy, and uh, uh, damn. I forgot who else. There's one more dude. What position? Center? Uh, I think so. I don't think it's Grant Williams. two guards, two... No, no, it was Grant Williams. That was right. It was Grant Williams. He he made All-American first team? Yeah, all-NCAA. Really? Yeah, Grant Williams, John Moran, R.J. Barrett, Zion, and I think uh, the Michigan State guy. I feel like he cooled all the way down at the second half of the season. No, I totally agree as well. Oh well, I'm not 100 percent sure on the Grant Wave thing, so don't you know hold me yeah, that much accountable. I feel you. I don't. Sadly, I don't have the list, so I can't really read them. But whatever. Oh uh, yeah, we'll be yeah. All right. that's not even what we're talking about. I got four out of the five correct <clears throat> anyway. So R.J. Zion, Ja, and uh, Cassius Winston. Yes, mm-hmm. if that's. If that's the Michigan State guy, but if you say he's Michigan State's best player, that's also another thing. I out of this whole Final Four, I've only really kept up with like a little bit of Auburn because SEC, mm-hmm. and a little bit of Virginia because you know I keep up with Louisville because they're ACC. Right. So I've, I haven't watched a single you know Michigan State game. No, that's not true. I watched the Louisville Michigan State game the beginning of the year. I haven't and then watched, I haven't watched a single Texas Tech either. game this year. Well, I watched the Gonzaga game, but like regular season, obviously. I watched a little bit of them because you know they had to play Oklahoma, but eh, I watched a little bit outside of them playing Oklahoma. I watched them play Oklahoma, but you know they're I, I yeah. swear they're pretty good, dude. They're legit. They got a they oh some I think it was a. I forgot what network showed like individual adjusted defensive ranking or something like that for like individual players. Uh-huh. Three of the top four were uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Texas Tech. Yeah. yeah, those guys are extremely good. Uh, there would be no bucket scored if Virginia plays Texas Tech. It will be the most boring game ever. It will be like 40 to 35. Yes. Final. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like that NC State Virginia Tech game earlier this year. You remember that? Oh my God! How many, wait? How many points did NC State score? Like twenty one? Like twenty four or something like that. My it was like forty. It was forty seven to twenty four. That, that's right. It was forty seven to twenty four. Lord, that's a football score. Literally, that's terrible. Absolutely. How do you garbage. score that little? And and the crazy thing about that. Was it was a top twenty five matchup too? It wasn't even like yeah, two like ranked. trash schools. Remember Virginia, Virginia Tech was ranked twelfth. And NC State was ranked like what twenty fourth, twenty three. I pulled it up right here. Okay, yeah, twenty three. Let's look at these percentages real quick. I I, I just have to. Team stats. Wow. <laughs> you you ready for this? Yep. NC State shot 17%, 16.7% from the field. Dang. 
Nine out of nine out of fifty four. Oh man! Wow. Yeah, that'd be the whole uh, Virginia Texas Tech game if that would happen. Wow. It's funny we say that, but watch that actually happen, and it'd be like one hundred thirty to like one twenty. Right. It's like the college version of the All Star game. Yeah. There's like throwing it up. Can you imagine? Isn't it crazy how like playoffs and just like nerves in general and like hype and stuff get you different? Yeah. Like it's crazy when what when a team will play like Auburn, Kentucky, for example. They played in Rupp earlier this year. Just a regular regular season game. And uh Kentucky won by almost thirty. Mm-hmm. And then they played in Auburn one won by, by two. Like two. Yeah. Yeah. And then incidentally tournament they lose. Like it's crazy how like just different places affect like different nerves and stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not to mention it's hard to beat a team three times anyway in our season. Oh yeah, I know, obviously. But like, you know. Yeah. Location matters. That's a fact. I mean and just like nerves, I mean me and you watched the finals the one year with the Warriors and the Cavs, I think it was two years ago, where in the first game, nobody scored for like five minutes because it was nerves. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It, it affects so much on the game. I mean, so if much. you look, look at the Super Bowl, Jared Goff, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I was going to say, you can, you can say he's one of the best in the NFL because he is. He should have. He was Right, rightfully so in the uh, MVP talks this year. Yes. But, yeah, go ahead. But, like, like, he folded. He just <laughs> he just folded. If that was any other game, he would have been fine. But, no, it's the Super Bowl, so you're in, in your head way too much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, that Super Bowl was boring. <laughs> Don't let Trey Wingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trey Wingo was like, he was going it's off. A, he's like, it was an amazing game. <laughs> And he's like, turn it off. He's like, if you don't like defense, turn it off. Which is funny because when I was watching the game, I literally told the person I was watching it with, I was was watching with the extra point. I literally told him, I said, yo, we would have turned this off if it wasn't the Super Bowl. Like, if this was a regular season game, we would have turned this off in the third quarter. Literally. And everybody's like, yeah. And Trey Wing goes, like, if you don't like it, turn it off. No one's going to turn off the Super Bowl. I don't care if nah, it's that atrocious. I don't care like, if it's zero zero until the last second. No one's turning off the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, nobody's turning off the Super Bowl. Like it's the Super Bowl. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's, the un- it's the unwritten rule. Yeah, keep it on. And you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people like the commercials and such. Yeah, the commercials low key fell off. <laughs> if you ask me. You remember, like a couple years ago, when all the commercials were sad. Yeah. That was a really depressing Brother year. Budweiser commercials. How about drinking and driving? I remember one commercial. Not even drinking and driving. They just have like that, the dog and the horses. Like, Oh, yeah. It, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it was weird because it was like just one year where the commercials were sad. Every other year is fine. Like it was one year where it was just all sad commercials. Like there was one commercial as a kid sitting in front of TV and then like, it obviously doesn't show that, but you can tell the TV falls on him. And they're like, "Oh God!" They're, they're like, "They're like, 
Jesus. They show they show some statistic on like accidents per year in the family household with little kids. And it's like you can prevent it. And it's like wow. it's like staysafe.org or something crazy like that. Stay you know, safe.org. I'm like wow. I'm like I don't I don't want to look at this, bro. Like I do not I do not want to see this when I'm watching I mean, the Super Bowl. Shout out to them. That's low-key genius for advertising. It is genius. Something that everyone's going to be watching. So, go to them, I guess. Yes. Shout out to staysafe.org. Right. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it was like something <laughs> like to that effect. Yeah, I got you. Anyway, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we got to make our championship picks. Uh, Texas Tech, Auburn. Honestly, I have no idea. Just flip a coin because <laughs> either team can win. It really doesn't matter. Um, I'll probably give a slight edge to Texas Tech <clears throat> just because not because Virginia can't match Auburn offensively. We know that. But they're so good defensively that they can shut that down. Yeah, but it's like as where, as where Tech can slow you down. <laughs> but if they don't, they can still – Go blow by blow, you know, with you. Just trading blows. Yeah, they can blow with you. Yeah, that was Sick absolutely English, terrible. <laughs> no, nah, English, bro. I don't. No, nah, it was <laughs> terrible. But Texas Tech—that's the difference between them and Virginia. I mean, when it comes to facing Auburn, that is, you know, if their defense folds, they can still, you know, they can rely on their offense. Match, they can match with you offensively. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would say they can bring tech. the like Tech's offense down to their level. What you're saying? Yes, they can. Yeah, yeah that's how much. they can match them. Exactly. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So you're saying you got Virginia facing Texas Tech? No, I'm Auburn facing Texas Tech. So why are you talking about? I'm so lost. Okay, I'm I was sorry. saying I'm, it's. Virginia compared to Texas like Tech. Two o'clock in the like, morning. I'm zoning. I was talking about Virginia compared to Texas Tech. No, how they facing match up. A, how, yeah, how they both match up against <laughs> Auburn, and Texas Tech is a better ma- matchup for Auburn. Okay. I'm sorry. The last. No, you're last good. Two, I, this episode. I was. It was confusing a little bit. <laughs> this episode and the previous episode had some funny endings, just because of how late we record. I don't know why, but yeah. we always decide to record like super late. Which is weird. I hit y'all up at like four. Like, hey, y'all want to record? Like, <laughs> Dude, Nathan's, gonna... Nathan's like, I don't get off of work till freaking Ten. 14. <laughs> till 14? What? Because yeah, it's, it's, it's so late all the time. Oh, yeah. He gets off 14. at 14. It was a bad attempt at a joke. I caught it. It took me a second, but I caught it. Uh, yeah, but I agree with your uh, with your picks. I'm gonna have to go with Auburn and Texas Tech. I just feel like Auburn's gonna be ready. And um, Auburn's scaring me, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. They're they're good. They just know what they're doing. Okay, Derek, is time is come to the time. What's that? Our, our new favorite segment <laughs> that's only gonna happen one time on this podcast. What was your favorite March Madness moment? And me and you can have the same one. So if you go first, you get first dibs on any moment in March Madness. That was your favorite. 
Uh, hmm. Well, you're thinking. I'm just going to go with mine. Hopefully. <laughs> wow. <Deuce>. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, ahead. we don't have the same one. But mine, personally, was Purdue's run in itself. Damn. Not just their game. Sorry. But Purdue's just magical <clears throat> run where they're like, had two or three straight games where it's like, Carson okay, Edwards was averaging, sh- he was averaging 35 or 36 points per game in the postseason. Yes, like correct. He was going crazy. And they had like two or three straight games where it's like overtime, and it's like, yeah, they had three straight games of overtime where they were like, oh, man, Purdue really shouldn't have won this game. <laughs> and eventually it caught up, I guess, with the uh, Virginia game. But, I mean, Iowa, that game went overtime. It was like, oh, man, Iowa had a chance to do it. Tennessee and Purdue, you know, Tennessee just couldn't close them out. Purdue had to come back. You know, they went to overtime again. They had three straight games of three straight overtimes in yeah. the tournament. So that was my favorite moment was just Purdue's run, even though they didn't even make the Final Four. But just that was a magical run. Yeah. It was very special to watch. I was going to say that uh, my favorite – well, one of my favorite – I have, like, two, okay, because okay. I really enjoyed um, – <clears throat> All the classic games that Duke has played in, you know, the UCF the game run. <laughs> and the and the round of thirty-two, the Virginia Tech and Duke game in the Sweet Sixteen, and the Duke and Michigan State game in the Elite Eight, those were just fun to watch. All three classic games, but my main one was uh, Carson Edwards and his, you know, specific his own little run. He was yes. just tearing it up. It was so fun to watch. I love that kind of basketball. Also, honorable mention of John Morant. John Morant, however you pronounce it, John. I'm gonna go with. Oh yes, John his Morant. two game stint. That was yeah. insane. His first game against. He was going uh, crazy. Marquette. Get, get Jaw help. Get Jaw help. Hey. You got a triple double. He, hey, he was so good though. He had me believing they might take it all the way because he was after that game. Me he was too. talking about. He was talking about just wait for this run. We're gonna make it to the championship. I was like, you y'all just might. After that game you just put up, y'all just might. That's a fact. He had me believing that too. I had in one of my brackets, I had them going to the final four. Was that just for shenanigans or like? It was based off matchup. Like I didn't pre-plan, you know, them going to the final four. I wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna just select, you know, Murray State until the one final of my four. brackets. I had Gardner Webb winning it all. Seriously, is that your was that your yeah, but, bracket? Yeah, literally all the lower seeds won. Yeah, I, yeah, I do that too every now and then. Uh, I think he got like only like 120 points <laughs> on nice. on a uh, bracket challenge. I didn't put any groups. So Dude, that's probably good. Sick. I don't blame you because you would have lost. I'm already lost. I mean, like, I don't even know. I haven't checked it. I haven't checked checked ours in a little bit, so I'll have to look. Uh, But, yeah, I like Jaw's performances as well. He did pretty good. Get Jaw help. Hashtag get Jaw help. Hashtag. He did declare for the draft uh, yesterday. Yes, he did. Zion Sosa declared he's staying, question mark? (laughs) Please. Yo, can you just imagine if Zion stayed? Dude, what if he shot? I would personally the world? write I would personally write that man a letter, write that man a DM on Instagram and say, Look, bro, you gotta go. Like <laughs> bro, what if you were to like, stay? You're too good to just not stay. 
I feel like stay. Yeah, oh, don't don't say yeah, that. He's, nah, because he's gonna go. It's that's not gonna happen. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me here. <laughs> nah, he'd be the any other player if they stayed. I'm like, eh, I you know disagree with it, but whatever. I, I would like be like visible. I would be visibly mad if Zion Williams stayed because like <laughs> if anybody is like like ready for the NBA. <laughs> It is it's Zion him. Williamson. Him and RJ. I mean, you can make a case for Jaws. Well, the whole top three, I'm not saying this is a bad draft class, but it seems like the top three kind of stand in their own class. Yeah. There's not really anyone else. Like, who? Like, what's another prospect that's, like, really, really good, like, game-changing? There's not. Like, I don't, I don't see it. I mean – Grant William could have potential to be extremely good, but as of right now, like I said, he's probably in that second tier. He's not even getting any, like, he's getting, like, second-round grades. Which is crazy because he's actually an extremely good basketball player. Him and Schofield make an amazing little one-two punch. He's undersized. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, the I I just got to the mock drafts. And uh, the newest... Mock draft on uh, ESPN. This is according to uh, Mike Schmitz and Jonathan Genovi. They uh-huh. got Zion going one, RJ going two, and Ja going three. Fourth is Darius Garland. Fifth is DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, he hasn't even played. I don't know why he's fourth. He like the Kyrie really, effect. He has. He like really shot up the draft board. Yeah, I saw him, and I'm like, who even is that? I mean, I kept up with him through recruiting because I think he was considering Kentucky. But, um, you know, I saw Did he even play Vanderbilt this year? He played, like, two, three games, I want to say. Like, he I mean, played Bo Bo played, little. like, nine. Yeah, he played a little bit. But, um... Bow Bow declaring for the draft, I thought was kind of crazy. That man only played nine games. I can see that. I I thought I, think I can see was, it. I want him to fill out more, but outside of that, he's ready. He's got the athleticism to you know keep up. You think with the Sh- NBA already? You think Sharif stays or declares? He needs to stay. Do I think he will? No, I think he needs not. to stay. Just because. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think he's going to declare, but I feel like that's always a possibility with any mm-hmm. freshman. We're back. Sorry. <laughs> Some more uh, technical difficulties, of course, but we're gonna get into one more segment, and uh, then we're gonna then we're gonna dip for the night, and we're gonna wrap things up. So this is just a minor story, but I still want to talk about it. TNT uh, decides to show the Celtics Wizards instead of the Heat, their last home game, Dwayne Wade's last home game ever. It could be not his last home game ever. If they make the playoffs. I don't know, it's kind of looking bleak right now. But, um, they're the ninth seed. They're in that mix, and they're they have a pretty hard the, schedule. Six of the ten seed are like, and they lost tonight. They lost to Minnesota. Oh, man. The six of the ten seed are all you know, interchangeable. Yeah, I think they're all within like a game or two. Uh, my take on it is I feel like that's extremely messed up. I mean, Celtics and Wizards, that's just going to be a boring game. I mean, it's going to be one. Yeah, who cares about that game? Celtics are probably just going to rest dudes anyway, so it's not even going to be a good game anyway. You know? 
Mm-hmm. When was this game, by the way? Uh, I'll it's, look it up. I'm on ESPN. It's, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, it's probably sometime later this week because, I mean, they only have, like, what, two, three games left? Probably. The Suns probably have have only like three games left, so I imagine the rest of the league also. Oh, it's this Tuesday. Yes, this Tuesday. Okay, I thought yeah. you said they had already played. Oops. No, no, no. It's no. That's wow going to happen. So, what's what goes? What happens with Miami? I don't know. It's going to be on Reddit. <laughs> Reddit <laughs> yeah. live streams. I'm going to catch the stream. I'll see y'all there. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's going to be on Reddit. It is versus Philadelphia that night. Mine. That That's a... What? That's a good game to show. Yeah, a team fighting for a playoff spot and then the 76ers who are a top team in the East. And then they played in the playoffs last year as well. TNT. So a storyline. Law. Law. How do you mess that one up? Come on now. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's like when y'all put Kobe's game on. Yeah, then the you Warriors have to pick your poison. Game. Then you, right oh, now yeah, you don't have a they choice. Just, they just straight up said, nope. Wizards, Celtics. Yeah, I would so much rather watch the Heat 76ers than Celtics or Wizards. We're watching a legend's career end. See... His thing's weird because yes, it's his last home game, and like, but like that whole game is weird because like they're still fighting for the playoff spot. So it's like, yeah, we want D-Way to go out, but we can't let him put up fifty shots because it's like mm-hmm. right still in contention for a playoff spot, right? I mean, or you could. It really doesn't matter, but you could lose. Uh, well, that's the thing. They play at noon tomorrow, or no, not tomorrow on Sunday. They, their remaining schedule is really hard. Yes, exactly. Really That's what I'm saying. Play, so it's looking kind of bleak. They play at Toronto on Sunday. Then at two, on Tuesday, they play uh, the 76ers oh, at Philadelphia. home. And then on Wednesday, they go up to – that is so tough. They go up to Brooklyn and play the Nets at Brooklyn. And that could possibly be one of those tiebreaker situations like – with a Miami win and a you know Detroit loss, like they get in some yeah. some stupid like that. Something that's crazy. I'm about to hold on. What's the what's the standings looking like? Ouch! Yeah. No, but yes, I definitely agree with you. I think TNT definitely fumbled the ball with that one. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? Uh, yeah. So currently, the teams that are Fighting, fighting are the Magic, the Nets, the Pistons, the Heat, and the Hornets, which is the sixth and the tenth seed, like I said. Uh, the Hornets have what 37 about the Pistons? wins. Yeah, the Pistons are eight. Did I say uh, Detroit? Did, uh, no, you didn't say the Pistons. You said Hornets. Did I not say Detroit after Brooklyn? I don't remember. No, you didn't. You said Brooklyn. You said the Nets, Magic. And then Heat Hornets. But, I can't remember. You know, That's all right. Uh, and, you know, straight, <clears throat> straight. All teams are within two and a half. Wait, no. Hold on. 
Yeah, two and a half games apart. So how many how many playoff spots is it? Two or three? Because you listed like five teams. Yeah, the six with the ten seed. So like, if the, the Magic were to lose their next the rest of their games, they're going to be out of the playoffs. But um, currently at the season end of the day, Detroit would make the eight seed. Uh, Brooklyn would make the seventh seed, and the Magic would make the sixth seed. I don't like that at all. No, I'm not trying to see that. Yeah, LeBron leaves the East, and now we get freaking Nets and the Magic in the playoffs. Who let this happen? The Nets are nice. Don't sleep on the Nets. No, yes, the Nets are very good. D-Lo, like, D-Lo cold. But I'm, just, I'm you know, no, the know Nets and mean. the Magic? Like, come on now. I feel that. Okay, obviously, I think the Western Conference is miles above the Eastern Conference, but I think the Eastern Conference playoff is going to be so fun to watch because they're kind of even. At the top of the Eastern Conference? Like the top four. Bro, like, I mean, at the top, they can compete with the West. It's it's those four or five through eight seeds that that's where the West really stands out from the East. Yes, the West is very solid, you know, for about nine to ten teams. As yeah. to where the East is about four to six. Exactly. The, the the Pistons are no sleeper, if you ask me. I like, dude, you know, I mean, you know me, I love Blake Griffin. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Quick thing before we quick thing before we go. Do you think the Nuggets will be like the DeMar DeRozan led Raptors and be just OP? <laughs> Just roll over everybody in the re- in the regular season, and then in the playoffs, fall flat on their face. Absolutely. I feel like I feel like they will, honestly. You know, you know us. We've been in we've been in NBA Twitter the past you know couple months. That's it's pretty funny meme across NBA Twitter that uh, what's it called? The Nuggets are the 2015 Hawks, basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have to agree. I don't know if they'll show up in the playoffs. And if the Thunder, you know, happen to play them in the playoffs, oh, I'll be happy. <laughs> yes, that's – okay, that's what I was saying earlier. I was talking to somebody earlier, and they are like, you know, oh, no, I don't think the Thunder are first-round exit, you know. I was like, okay, if I, I would much rather play the Nuggets than the Warriors. I was like, the Thunder oh, yeah. can actually win a series against the Nuggets. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't I think, think they could, can win a series against the Warriors. I don't know. It's it's weird because we we thumped the Warriors this year, and it just shows that we can. Yeah, beat them. the playoff Warriors. Yeah, I know exactly. Playoff I mean, the Warriors Nuggets have free. the Nuggets have killed the Thunder all year, but I mean, I still think the Thunder could win a playoff series against them. DeMarcus Cousins gets to finally make the playoffs. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see. I want to see how he plays. He's starting to find his stride, sadly. Yes, his per 36 is insane. Really? What's the book I'm like? Here, I'll, no, I'll pull it up. I mean, it's looking good because he's on minute restriction and he's doing good as is. <clears throat> True. He's only playing him like 20, 25 minutes a game. That's ridiculous. I swear, I hate, I hate Golden State. <laughs> I'm just ready for this to end. So the league can be even again. Honestly, I think I think the end of the Warriors is 
soon, but I, when talking about evenness in the NBA, I don't think that's going to be here for a long time. I think we are now have been slingshotted <laughs> into the super team era. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't think that will be even or right for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I hate when people say, oh, LeBron started it. KD just did what LeBron did. No, he didn't. Yeah, KD yeah, went to a went team to, 73 and not. Yeah, he went to the best team record-wise in NBA history. LeBron went to a Miami team that I think barely made the playoffs. I think the they, won, they won like 45 games a year before or something like that. Something. Like, they, they made the playoffs, but not by much. Like, and plus, Chris Bosh wasn't even – like on the team Spots, either as yeah. well, exactly. That's I don't know. It's they're two different situations, and to compare them is kind of ludicrous. No, I agree. I agree. There's just so many different factors that go into it. I mean, honestly, if you want to talk about the whole super team era, I think that kind of started in Boston in 2007. Yeah, when they got um, they had they teamed together PG, KG, and uh, Ray Allen along with Rondo as well. Yes, uh, up and coming Ray Allen. I mean, the, the Rondo. 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 <laughs> it's late. Yeah. Did you see uh, what Paul Pierce said today? No, nah, what do you say? They asked him who has the better overall career. Him, Paul Pierce, <laughs> or Dwayne Wade. And he said, without a doubt in his mind, him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, <I need laughs> he to... said he had a better career. Than... He said, give me Shaq and give me LeBron and Bosch. I'm like, bro, you had two, you two had or three Sean. years removed. You had two, you had two or three years removed out of an MVP season, Garnett and Ray Allen. Right, bro. Paul Pierce was good. Exactly, but he's, he was not Wade Wade Wade. Yeah, like <laughs> Draymond said to uh, Paul Pierce when he was on the Clippers his last year. Paul Pierce made a big thing about how oh, he yeah. said he was retiring. He didn't get a farewell tour. He didn't tour, get a farewell tour. Yeah. And, and he was yapping to Draymond on the bench one day. And Draymond obviously was on the court. And Draymond was like, he said, they don't love you like Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you're not Kobe. They don't. No one, no one really cares about Paul Pierce outside of Washington and Houston. Not Houston. What am I talking about? Boston. Boston. Dude, I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> it's weird, though, because, like, he's one of the biggest LeBron haters. Like, he talks down on LeBron a lot, and it's kind of funny because I think it just stems from him being cooked by LeBron his whole career. Oh, yeah. When LeBron finally went to Miami, it was over for them. Oh, He knew perhaps. it, too. That first series when uh, – LeBron finally beat the Celtics. Uh-huh. It was over. You were talking about the uh, KD and uh, LeBron situation. The LeBron situation, KD situation would be similar if LeBron went to the Celtics in 2010. Yeah, literally. That's what would happen. It'd be if KD – I wanted KD – if he was going to leave OKC, because you know I'm an Oklahoma City fan. I didn't want yes, him to leave, correct. but if he was going to leave, I would have wanted him to go to the Clippers. The Wizards. The Wizards or Boston. 
Those were, well, I think the Spurs. That would have been an int- well. That would have been a very interesting team if he went to Boston because that was before Kyrie, so it would have been him and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, before they ruined his career. Well, I mean, that's arguable. I mean, the hip injury may have ruined his career. No, they ruined his career. I don't know. Hip injuries are nothing to play with. They're not, but they ruined his career. <laughs> I hate to yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, have, I have a quick, I have a quick question for you as a Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Good, sir. Lay it on me. If Kevin Durant was to sign back, would you accept him? Sadly, I would have to. I mean, I think it's stupid not to. I kind of feel like the only way that he can make up for the whole Oklahoma City, I mean, the whole Golden State Warrior thing, is essentially coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, make it right. I mean, I don't know if you do that because Paul George is there now. I don't know. I feel like that is one of the ways he could make that up. Maybe if he like went to like a terrible, (laughs) the Knicks, a terrible (laughs) team and brought them, you know. Yeah. Brought that quote unquote championship mentality. See, the Knicks are just like the Lakers, <laughs> as Except to where they, worse. as to where they say they're going to get the biggest free agents and then they don't. Yeah, like, it's going to be terrible when they don't end up with Zion, Kyrie, or KD. Yeah, they go zero for three. Yo, can you imagine though if they did get all three? That'd be insane. Yeah, that'd be crazy, but it's not going to happen. They oh, might get one. They might. They could possibly get two. I don't think they get all three. I think, if anything, they could get Zion and KD. But uh, I don't think they can get all three. Bro, I just don't think KD's leaving. I know Nathan's not in the call, but if he was, he'd be yapping about how he's he's definitely leaving. Dude, I don't, I don't know. Him and Kyrie are both roller coasters. It's hard to gauge. You know, at the end of the day, no one knows what he's thinking. He's his own person. We're both so drama queens, let's put it that way. Yeah. At the end of the day, both him and Kyrie are going to make their decisions on what they think is best for their career. And, you know, it's just sports <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, it is. It's just basketball. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's his way of living, so you can't knock it. No. no. But I'm not justifying his move to the Warriors by any means. No. Nah. Just want to state. We don't do that over here. here. <laughs> it was a mistake. It's the biggest mistake. It's the biggest tragedy in NBA history. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. Like up until this point, yes. That doesn't involve you know death or you know law enforcement yes, or anything like, like that. Stru- like structure of the yeah, NBA. It totally ruined it. Now everyone has to have a super team. Look at the look at the Bucks this year. Look at the um, Thunder. Like. You have to have a stacked team in order to just compete. I mean, the Raptors don't really have a super team. They have, like, only Kawhi, it seems. Yeah, and a lot of Seattle, very good, though. very good. They have good players around them, but the only great player on that team is Kawhi. Yeah, same. I mean, the Possibly same goes Lowry. for um, – Yeah, same goes for the Bucks. They've got one great player and one borderline all-star. With Chris Milton and Kyle Lowry. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're in the same like tier, same conversation. Yeah, pretty much. They're really good. <laughs> if they're not if Kyle great. Lowry and Chris Milton were on the same team, who would be the one taking over? Depends on the team and the coach, low key. That's <laughs> like, tough because they're about the same yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean. No, but I totally agree with you. Average. I mean, they're not average. I shouldn't say that. They're above average. Like I said, they're they're really good. They're both all-stars when they're at their best. Yes, yes I agree. I agree. Two, no. I'm tired, bro. I am going to wrap it up. You can see, can you believe Westbrook had? Let's just wrap. I'm gonna wrap this up the way I want to wrap it up. You feel me? You know, you'll know what I mean. Westbrook, yes, sir. Averaged a triple double for the third Good consecutive figure. season tonight. You know what's funny about that is it's so normal now. It is so normal now that Russell Westbrook, that he's not even in the conversation talk. No, like no. uh. Not in the MVP conversation mm-hmm. talks. No doubt. I mean, I I he's get not, it though. He he's outside of the whole triple double thing. He's not doing too hot. No, I agree as well. But like, dude, <laughs> it's incredible. Triple double. Like, I feel like he should definitely. If anybody, it doesn't matter how many consecutive years you get. A triple double, but if you average a triple double, I feel like that you should automatically be placed in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I mean, kind of like LeBron. LeBron's having an amazing year, but it's LeBron, so it's high standard. It's used to it. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for Westbrook, and it's starting to happen to Harden this year because he's having an outstanding year. I, yeah. th- I just feel like the voters, the people who vote for the NBA uh, MVP. Get tired, voters you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's a fatigue. real thing. It's it's starting to it's starting to settle in for James Harden because it seems like Giannis is having more of the MVP talks this year. Even though I'm not saying I think James Harden's win, I'm just saying it, I don't think it should be like Giannis is clearly over James Harden. I think they're pretty even, honestly. I feel I just I think the separator is. Um, the record, team record, because Houston's fourth right now, third. Yes, and the Bucks have the best first. record in the NBA. You're right. You're right. That's my main, you know, difference maker right there. No, I agree. I agree. I, that's why I think Giannis should be MVP. He's I mean, honestly to an entirely new level. People have asked me about it, and honestly, it really doesn't matter to me. I'll be fine if either one wins because I think they both deserve it. I feel that. I give James Harden a lot of crap, but he's still doing amazing. I think he does pad his points a little bit, but that's it. The foul line thing, you know, it's kind of a bailout, a cheap little bailout if you ask me. But it's but, part of the I game. Mean, that makes sense. Yeah, he's changing the game. It has to make it's sense. being played. He's playing it his own way. I mean, a lot of people hated the Warriors for that. Still do the whole three point thing. Oh yeah. But the whole I mean, thing was like the whole you reason. Can't really knock it. The whole reason I hated it so much. The whole stat padding for Harden case was because he kept himself in a game when they were down 20-plus with less than a minute left just to get the, that 30-point 
to keep that streak going. Yeah. That, by definition, is stab at him. Yes, I can see where that's aggravating for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. He's just, I mean, that, 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 that also adds to the argument, you know, play the whole game. If you don't want this guy to do this, you know, stop him. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Without a doubt. But, like I was saying, though, I don't think, you know, if James Harden wins or if Giannis wins, I don't think anybody should be bad. I think, honestly, I think they kind of <laughs> low-key deserve co-MVP, but they're not going to do that unless yeah, it's, like, they would. undisputed. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I can't pick. Like, it's a really 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be bad if they went with a co-MVP this year. It'd be pretty deserving I think, of it. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. Races. It doesn't really matter to me who wins. Like, if James Harden wins, cool, he deserves it. If Giannis wins, cool, he also deserves it. You're right. You are right. You believe no, that? but James Harden is definitely uh, getting the photos fatigue on him. I've noticed a little bit this year where Giannis is breaking out to the scene, so everybody's like, eh, whatever, you know. James Harden, eh, but he's still having a magnificent year. Yeah, but he's you know, Giannis is uh, doing all this without shooting threes. No, you're right. You're right. Like he's still, averaging like 28 points per game without shooting threes. Can you see where I'm coming from, though? Like, no, I know what you mean. Okay, cool. It's not like LeBron photos fatigue, though. That's on a whole different level. Oh, LeBron's never going to win another MVP ever again. That's just facts because of voters' fatigue. They don't, yep. you know. Anyway, uh, to continue on with my point, because my AirPods are dying again. Um, <laughs> can you believe that Westbrook got a twenty 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 triple double? He got a Yo, double, triple double. That is absolutely insane because he's the second person to ever do that ever in history of NBA. And I hate how everybody tries to, like, delegitimize his 2020 game. You can't le- delegitimize that, dude. Like, no. yeah, he had a bad shooting night. Oh, well, that's kind of Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook's not the best shooter, and we know he's going to take a lot, mm-hmm. even though he's not the best shooter, but he's just going to keep on shooting. I mean, that's how Westbrook is. But 20 rebounds and 20 assists. First off, 20 assists is hard, even if he is a point guard. Second off, 20 rebounds as a point guard is also hard. Yeah, literally. And to do that in a 48-minute time span, which you probably didn't even play off 48 minutes as well. I don't think you did. Like, it's almost well, like, not, how I can you do did. that? It's almost like, how can you do that with 48 minutes? Like, that seems like almost impossible. Literally. He played 37 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Dude, dude did that in 37 minutes. I couldn't do that in 100 minutes. <laughs> Literally. But uh, it was for a greater cause, too. No, yes, for sure. Shout was out good to friend. R.I.P. You know, yeah, trust in peace. MC Hustle, he did a lot for the community. And, you know, the athletes, I've seen people die, obviously. And, you know, athletes get pretty been out of shape about it, but Nipsey was kind of different. He was friends with a lot of the NBA community. He was actually good friends with James Harden. I mean, 
he's good friends with uh, Westbrook. You know, he was at a lot of Clippers and Lakers games. So, yes. Yeah. Rest in peace, Nip. I can hear you, by the way, Derek. You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What? That's crazy. Okay, but, okay well, we're out of here, you beautiful ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Two Man Sports Podcast. <laughs> That it also went through a lot of technical difficulties again. Including AirPod dying. Failure. <laughs> in ear. Yeah, that happened. But yeah, anyway, thank you for tuning in again. We're going to come back with another episode here soon, I'd assume. And with Nathan. Yeah, and with Nathan. We'll get the trio back. I'd assume the next episode will come somewhere around the end of the tournament. You could probably ex- expect that. After, after, the you know, four. after like May 10th, we're going to be pumping out these regularly. I know oh, we yeah. said that a lot, but um, we only have a month left in school. School's so, summer. Yes. So, you know, we might not have another episode for a month, but I mean, that's just how, you know, well, I mean, cookie, hey, that's how the cookie hey, crumbles. We're going to gonna have to say something about the NBA playoffs when they start. And the yes. draft. So we might get another twenty minute episode. We might get a twenty minute episode in the next month. But uh, <laughs> after that, we're gonna be pumping them out, pumping them out, pumping them out. Yep, this summer's gonna be lit. Oh wait. Yes, sir. We're gonna get a lot of episodes going. You won't hear any more phone call esque recordings anymore. We're gonna get it all worked out. Gonna be legit. <laughs> yes, hopefully. Dang. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in. It's been your boys over here at uh, Sunday After Sports Podcast. Mm. This time it's just the two men, so Derek and Blake. Yes, sir. Yeah. You got anything you want to say? Uh, Nah. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. All right. Peace, y'all. Yeah, peace.